Hello, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And this is 5-Minute Marriage. Today's Bible verse comes from Jeremiah, chapter 18, verses 3 to 4. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel, and seemed good to the potter to make it. Ah, that's really beautiful. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I thought, think? I've always thought I knew what that meant, but all of a sudden I'm thinking, wait. You just had the strangest look. Is there on your a face? much deeper meaning to this verse? I'm sure there is. There could be. I'm going to have to study that deeper because I've always, you know, what I've kind of equated that with is that we are the clay in the hands of the potter mm-hmm. and that he is molding and shaping us. And just as, you know, my mind was going off on another. On another thing about, you know, like Old Testament, New Testament, one is word and one is a much better way. And well, this is Jeremiah. It could be that too. So yeah, that that would be really cool to look closer at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, it what we talk about today is like being hands, being clay in the hands of the potter. Yeah. And what that really means to me is that sometimes the trials that we're facing, they are the it's that pain, you know, it's a gentle pain, almost like that pressure from the hands of the potter. But that pressure on our lives is the very thing that's molding us in the same way Yeah, that yeah. the potter's hands are, you know, molding the clay. And then when you were reading that, I thought about the verse, I thought about a lot of things, don't I, as you're reading one verse. <laughs> wow. I read slowly. Also, because I just like read it a second before we started. <laughs> You know, but, I, it, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Well, I was going to say that um, a couple of years ago when uh, when everything was, was really tough, I remember making sort of a joke, but not really a joke to somebody and saying, wow, I can't wait to see what God is going to make out of all of this mess because everything was just going completely wrong. And that's kind of how he he wants us to to view trials, right? Because it's yeah. all in his hands and like, he is sovereign. where is God sovereign. taking us? That's right. What What's coming? What's mm-hmm. coming? Because every time something happens that is terrible, it seems that something good always comes of it. Yeah. I was, so that verse I was thinking about is in Numbers, Numbers 14, verse 8. Um, let me see, wait, to do uh wait okay (laughs) wait wait (laughs) just just wait (laughs) it says um verse nine only do not rebel against the lord do not be afraid of the people of the land this is caleb speaking i believe okay do not be afraid of the people of the land because we will devour them their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. Now, I might have mentioned this on the podcast before because I really love this verse. And when Caleb says, we will devour them there in Numbers 14, verse 9, mm-hmm. what that ver- the word devour them means is the actual words that he is using there is they are bread for us. And so what Caleb is saying is that the giants that he's facing, they are bread to him. This is the thing that's going to nourish his soul and strengthen him. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
And, huh. and so then ever since I've read that and studied it, I started looking at my trials that way too, or, you know, I like to look at the giants in the Bible as the trials that we face, because I think there's that parallel there. And so we see that those giants that we face, they are bred to our soul. They nourish us, they teach us, they mold us. And when we walk through them in faith, we grow from them. And that's beautiful. And the same time to think that all of the men that went with Caleb and Joshua, they all said, we're terrified. The 10. Yeah. yeah, the 10. They don't want to go back into the land because there's giants. Yeah. You know, and, and they were, they were absolutely terrified of, of ever going into the land. But look at the, look at the parallels there. Like the contrast between the, you know, Caleb being Too faithful, man. faithful mm-hmm. yeah, and the rest because of them not. they see that their power doesn't come from themselves. Their power comes from, from God. God. So it didn't really matter what it's they unlimited. were facing. Right. That's why that's that Proverbs right. 31 woman, it says she laughs without fear of the future. And that is really, that's an awesome verse to think about. It's not that her future is any better than anyone else, but she can laugh without fear of the future because she knows that God is in control of her future. Well, and look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego what? when they stood before um, Nebuchadnezzar. And Was it Nebuchadnezzar? Yep. Or Darius? Nope, Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. And, um, and they said, well, we're not going to bow down to your, you know, to your statue. And, uh, and he, and he, he threatened them and he said, well, um, and if God doesn't rescue, you know, rescue us from you, so be it, <laughs> you know, but we will not bow down to your statue. So no matter what they, 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 before Nebuchadnezzar, they acted as though they weren't afraid at all. Mm-hmm. And they just knew that their God was bigger and if they were to die, they were to die. And, and that I, was it. I really, I'm sorry, but I cannot hear that without thinking about a big chocolate bunny. Like that, oh, that bit. every tales. single time I hear that story Come now, on. I do. I think I had no idea that bunny. was going to start, that was going to scar you so badly. <laughs> but, but Esther too said, if I perish, I perish. That's, that's basically what they did. Yeah. All three of them stood there and just, well, if we die, we die. That's it. Wow. You know, if God allows that to happen, then that's God's will. Sorry for the phone tinging in the background. (laughs) Yeah, you're the person that uh, goes to a movie and leaves their phone on? No. Just just like that? It's not like leave my phone on. I'm usually on the phone because I'm so bored. (laughs) But no. Okay, so let me read. read. Yeah, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we've gone through trials and we've been through storms. We felt the sting of disappointment and the pain of loss. We've been through dark times of discouragement. And each one of those times you've been by our side. Sometimes the trials that bring us the most pain are the very thing you're using for good. And so Lord, we ask for your strength. Give us patience as we're learning to lean on you. May our greatest trials be the soil into which our blessings are planted. Teach us to trust in your wisdom and strength. Help us find peace in the eye of the storm. Before you work through us, you must work within us. And so we submit ourselves to you, Lord, as clay in the hands of a potter. May we be molded and made, fashioned and formed, created and cast, according to your almighty wisdom and power. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.